It's Rotten Treasure with special guest, Kristen Shear. There's too many hormones, there's too many tremors, but I like to watch it for the Rotten Treasure. Hi, uh, welcome to Rotten Treasure. Uh, we watch The Great Muppet Caper. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell. With me, as always, is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hi, Jim. Hi, Kai. How are you? I'm really good, actually. Um, I got out of work early uh, in order to make it uh, to do the things in order to be here. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, my um, coworkers are great. They make things happen for me. Well, you know who also makes things happen? It's our guest. <laughs> she has lost her keys all around the world. It's Kristen Shear. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, both, both myself and uh, Miss Piggy, which I know we're only probably using the uh, audio or the the audio from this, but <laughs> I, my background is Miss Piggy in jail. <laughs> uh, I uh, I actually almost I didn't went know with, we were doing a bit. <laughs> no, I almost went with the same the same background. Uh, like I saw one where like the with the the bars pulled apart, and it just brings me so much joy. <laughs> oh it's so good hi miss piggy and hello Kristen. welcome to uh welcome to the podcast uh i have i got i kind of want to get right into it because it's the fucking muppets i don't know if that's okay um yeah um so if, if it's all right i just want to know what is your relationship with the muppets as a whole wow i mean that's a that's a big how long do we have uh <laughs> <laughs> we have I an mean, hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, the Muppets was like my introduction to comedy. Okay. Like I don't, really? I don't think, yeah. Like I don't think as a kid I realized um, that I was like looking at like comedy, just comedy gold, a comedy masterclass. But uh, every single episode of Sesame Street, like I, I think actually. In my very first theater and improv class, I impersonated a Muppet as uh, like yes. my foray into, you know, creating my own characters, being my own character. They used to do that news hour or like the, you know, the fairy tale news. Kirby the Frog here. And just interviewing, you know, Little Miss Muppet or whoever. Yes. And I just. I love the Muppets. I love them. We had um, we had Ross Weisman off who who loves the Muppets, and he has said that uh, he'll he'll do an impression of any Muppet, and he says that it's very easy because you just do an over the top wacky voice, and you've nailed everything. Like you know how to do every Muppet. <laughs> because they, they're all very like in a very in a very like comedy way, very just simple. It's just like. Uh, Kermit has like a voice like this, or I can see Doctor Teeth is Doctor Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always uh, when I when I do my Im Im impression of uh, Miss Piggy, which isn't great, by the way, uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's kind of a run in the mill impression. But I always have to start with the karate chop to kind of get in. <laughs> so it's like, hi, -ya! yeah, yeah, hi, Kermit, hi, <laughs> oh Kermit, I love you, hi. -ya! Oh, it's so okay. clutch. I can see how that's like a you, rev of an engine to it for sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. You said it wasn't that great, but that came, that came across great. I love yeah. it. Uh, yeah. That was great. Well, 
Open to notes, open to feedback on my Miss Piggy. <laughs> no one has hit us up on the email yet. So, I mean, if it'd be, let's see if this is controversial. People might have feelings. Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> I don't think I can nail any of them. Uh, I think I'm just, I literally am equated with Fozzie Bear. I've been told that that's who I am out of the Muppets, uh, which I accept. Uh, and I, you just say waka waka and then that's it, right? That's the impression. Yeah, and then you're yep. out of there. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim, wait. Are you... If we did this show, I would really want you to be Kermit. Um, like, I would love to do the Muppets uh, with you. We got to do it on Zoom. It's uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. No, absolutely. We, I mean, we're basically we had, twins, so it's perfect. We had discussed this a long time ago, and it was narrowed down that I was Rolf or Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do, do you play the piano or do you own a cannon? <laughs> I I do play the piano. The cannon though. We're leaning Rolf. We're we're going <laughs> to go with Rolf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've already beat that. Cannon. Yeah. I'm not married to a chicken. Right. Um I'm not a whatever and I think those are all <sighs> the facts about Gonzo that I know. That joke was gold. Uh, the whatever, Mar- like, that's the, this is my first time ever watching this. Both of these, uh, the, the front, like, the original movie from 79, and then this, like, I'm running through movies I'd never seen before. Or if I have, I saw them as a very small child and did not lock them in for some reason. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's so gold. It's so good. So I have, like, a question, and this is a, this is a question you can tell from somebody who watched the movie a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And then, like, had it on in the background recently as I was doing other things. Because when you guys invited me, I was like, yeah, I'm totally going to, like, yeah. watch The Great Muppet Caber. So, wasn't, like, paying super close attention. I, was, I don't know. Are we dead in the water with this? <laughs> but, but, oh, uh, we're, but, I think both of us are in the exact same boat. So, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, is this set? in like the 1920s like when is this set because everything was like mm. high glamour like 1920s gowns or maybe i i guess maybe earlier than the 20s or, or sorry later than the 20s like 30s, yeah 40s i was feeling the um because those um the the charlie's angels those three women they came in to the party as like flappers mm-hmm. right so, and then, but then there was a computer, right? Like there's, there's freaking computers in this thing. So I'm just like, when is this movie set? I, I think this is all like an alternate universe and I'm okay yeah. with it. I mean, I also, I mentioned to my girlfriend as we were watching it that like all of the dream sequences are very like 1930s. Like if you ever watch like musical from that era, they'll just randomly go, okay. And now we're in a completely different world where uh, everyone's synchronized swimming. Yeah. I'm okay with that, actually. That was amazing. <laughs> Synchronized swimming is uh, incredible. And and they also have that, like, very 70s, like, device where they fracture the screen and, like, Miss Piggy. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, going everywhere. The diamond thing that looked very, like, I, I said it looked like Xanadu because they do that in that movie, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget the name of the person who operates uh, Miss Piggy, but they took Frank scuba. Oz. Yeah, they took Frank scuba dot. They took scuba diving lessons in order to do that, that thing, like that whole scene. And like they committed. And that's awesome. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Underwater uh, puppets. Fun. That's got to be. 
be a fun, <laughs> a fun challenge to do. Oh, problem solving on set with puppets sounds both like my nightmare and also amazing. I bet I would have such a, a blast doing that. Well, there's, yeah, there's a moment in the movie when Miss Piggy is hanging off of like a roof by one hand. Mm-hmm. And it's so incredible because you're like, what I'm looking at is like a, you know, a constructed piece of fabric <laughs> like that's just hanging from a ri- but I, i'm like no miss piggy don't fall <laughs> like, <laughs> i i believe it i i believe it <laughs> I th- yeah, yeah i think, I think that one of the things that always gets me is none of their eyes move like all of their eyes are completely stagnant they don't for most of them they don't have a lot of, they don't have like the technology to move their eyelids or move the eyes around their pupils do get really tiny when they get scared though <laughs> yes or when there's like a flash of a camera yeah yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. pupils all shrunk yeah. <laughs> Great. i love that i'm sorry you were saying Jim. but like i never notice i always like i never notice that they have stagnant faces with just movie mouths yeah. like they're in they're so expressive with ev- the puppeteers and yeah. uh uh in jim henson's factory company whichever one it was um was in, they were all incredible at what they did. Like they really brought puppets to life yeah. in a way that, like, I, I, I never expect. Like you said, they're pieces of felt, and like I have so much emotions toward them. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and and that's why they're just they're just so uh, they're just so amazing. And each of them are like, I'm just like, there's a lot of cameos in the great. Muppet caper, but I'm interested in like the Muppet cameo. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Oscar the Grouch like, is easily the oh, best one. Yeah, yeah. There's there's Sweetums. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, there's, there's... <laughs> this one was in comparison to the other ones that I've seen, pretty light on um, cameos because the only two I could name, no, the only three I could name is John Cleese, Diana Rigg, and then uh, Charles Grodin. Oh, no, Jim, Jim Henson was in it himself. And Peter oh, well. Falk. Peter Falk. Oh, yeah. It. Columbo's in it. Yeah, Columbo. <laughs> I forgot one, about Columbo. Because it was wacky. One more thing. In. Yeah, yeah. Just one more thing. Yeah, where he, t- he talks to, uh, yeah, about like, oh, did you lose a laundromat or whatever? And then it's that, <laughs> year, yeah. that whole bit is just so absurd. It's so wonderful, though. And with Kermit like slowly going, like Kermit slowly going from "What are you talking about?" to "What else did I do?" Like fascinating. <laughs> uh, Kermit is such so diplomatic, like his patience with people, you know. Oh, and he mm-hmm. he will just sit there. Like Kermit is like, if you if you talk about doing like forays into other types of comedy, like perfect is the like, Kermit is like the perfect grounded or voice of reason kind of mm-hmm. character. And he gets like frustrated and ridiculous himself, but he's always like, hmm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> he's, he's so patient. He's always like, uh, tell me more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, guys, seems like a kind of dangerous idea. <laughs> you know, yeah. a little bit of that too, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean always, you always, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, he always gets the gang back together, motivates mm-hmm. them, you know? I do like uh, the, uh, I've noticed a theme in Muppet movies is it starts with Kermit and usually Fozzie Bear somewhere and then they slowly get everyone by going to uh Miss Piggy, Rolf and then literally everybody else. 
Yeah. <laughs> Elgonzo was uh, first in this too, yeah. Yeah, they just started together, which I thought was like, all right, right to business. Here we go. Everyone's together. Let's make the movie happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a super long movie, like which we're happy about. <laughs> it doesn't I, it doesn't feel like one, but I still believe it. It is two hours. It just doesn't feel like that, if I'm not mistaken. Jim, you're it's like an hour and a half, hour forty five. Is that what it is? Like hour forty five? Oh, you know what it is? Yeah, it's two hours when you take notes. Um, <laughs> that's that's what it is because I I freeze and then go back and try to rewatch the same thing and like miss stuff. Uh, I towards the end, as always, you just kind of let go and actually just be like, maybe I should just watch watch this, um, which is always nice because yeah, this is this has a lot of silly little silly little lines and little I don't know, it's a romp. Yeah, yeah. Muppet movies are the ones that I write the most like quotes down for because usually like usually quotes are just like. Oh, that was a silly little thing that someone said, or like uh, that was a out, like this can be taken out of context. But I think every single scene has like five uh, quotes from everything because I just love everything that they say. Yeah, yeah, uh, man. Uh, I mean, yeah. Sometimes you just get like the silliest thing, and then uh, sometimes you get like you know things like uh, you, you know like Jim Henson quotes like. Anything from, uh, you know, it's not easy being green or mm-hmm. uh, the rainbow connection. Like oh, <laughs> those so are good. those are like the poems that like built my life. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the songs that like built my life. <laughs> that's 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 I think that's one of the things about them is they balance the like absolutely wacky comedy with very like uh, sweet heart wrench, not heart wrenching. Uh, Heartwarming. Just sweet, heartwarming. Thank you. <laughs> heartwarming moments. Like you, you really like. <laughs> they're like they're the beautiful pieces of felt, and I love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, did you? Did either of you? Not to put you on the spot, like capture any particularly great quotes? I I was gonna say I actually have essentially an example of exactly what we're talking about here, except for also they got a little dark too. But uh, yeah, the opening credits itself, which was just uh, how long is the opening credits? Like oh, like about a minute or so. It's like all right, like Fozzie's like my ears are popping, you know. Um, But uh, for Gonzo to get dark and go, I wonder how far uh, you could uh, you could plumber before you blacked out. Well, don't try it out, Gonzo. We need you for the movie. Uh, Sure is tempting, and I'm like, oh my god, like. This is a, I, I, they, this is like a, the same with like Shrek. They're like, the, the parents have to watch this too. So let's throw like a little bit of like a, huh, for the parents, you know? <laughs> uh, don't, don't go kink shaming Gonzo. He's got, <laughs> I just want to jump out of an air balloon. I don't know why you have to kink shame me for that. That's my thing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He has a parachute. He's just like trying to ask a couple reasonable questions. Oh, I love the bit of them throwing them out of the airplane. Like they, oh. not, they, they never land. They they keep getting thrown out of the planes. That was yeah. such a funny bit. Um, uh. I think the quote that I got that I really loved was, uh, <laughs> "Is that a bear? No, that's a frog. Bears wear hats." Like, yes. What a weird joke. <laughs> that's kind of like. Uh, let's see if I can draw the connection that just happened in my head. Mm-hmm. Like. In all of the zombie movies, nobody ever calls them zombies. Right. Yeah. Uh, because in those worlds, people don't know that zombies are a thing until that moment, right? And in this world, this is a world in which bears just, they wear hats. 
Like, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and then people just understand that. Although I don't know how you explain some of the other Muppet bears that, I don't know, maybe they're just not wearing their hats uh, when you, when you see them, like, uh, I would love for every single Muppet bear to have some sort of hat, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just, to, just to be in line with, with Fozzie. <laughs> I, th- I think there's one of some improv teacher told me this where they're like, there's two ways you can play when, like when a dog comes on stage and starts talking, you can either go, whoa, a talking dog, or you can be like, yeah, of course my dog talks. What do you got to say, dog? And it like, usually yeah. the second one works out a little bit better because you're just like because it's a little more yes and it's like yeah yeah you're a dog and like you know sometimes you can be like what is going on this dog is talking right 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 yeah if a dog's gonna talk and it's like the surprise i'd rather it happen like a little later on don't just give it to me to start i mean that's a weird place i guess that's a weird spot to start watching a movie but like (laughs) you know maybe if i'm like it's 11 o'clock and i'm tired and halfway faded anyways i'd watch the rest of that but no not really (laughs) i don't want that Oh, yeah, give me the whole thing. Gotcha. Oh. I will say I I watched 101 Dalmatians when I was a kid, the live action one. And the dogs don't talk in that movie. And I remember being very upset. Mm. I was we left that theater and I was like, Mom, none of those dogs talked. I didn't <laughs> like that movie at all. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. That's reasonable. You just wrote, like, a letter to United Artists. <laughs> no, that's fair. I want talking dogs. I, I know I am also appreciative of how uh, how just absolutely, like, silly they lean into uh, the bit of the animals that they are. Um, the uh, a thing I found out that was really cute is, and I, this is one of the Muppet movies I have seen because I've only seen a few of them, is the one with Jason Segel. Uh, Jason Segel liked the bit about the whole, like, they're twins unexplicably. So that's why... That's obviously, of course, like why it's like, yeah, I'm brothers with a Muppet. I'm not gonna explain that. Why would that be a thing? What? What? Oh, and then the picture of their father—that's just a green fuzzy bear with the, with yeah. the 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 necklace, whatever you would call this, around Kermit's neck. I I think it's yeah. a bold choice, and it's a good thing that they can get away with it. I think they got away with it in both movies, and I'm happy for it. <laughs> it's a choice. I don't know who wrote that in the in the room, but that's a good one. Two points for you. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? Did you have any favorite like lines that, that hit you? Uh, no, I was just struck by like all the glitz and the glamour. I love like, you know, the big band in the, you know, in the club and, and yeah. they're sitting down. And um, I, I guess I really laughed out loud when um, Fozzie was drinking one of the cocktails and he added a bunch of sugar. He's yeah. like... <laughs> You know, if you add sugar to these things, it tastes like ginger ale. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that's a bear after my own heart. Like I'm, I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a like stiff drink kind of person. I like a cocktail to be sweeter. And I'm like, yeah, Fozzie yeah. and I can probably hang yeah. <laughs> at a bar somewhere. And yeah. then I love seeing Miss Piggy on a motorcycle. Who like, doesn't? Yeah. Oh, I love that. It, it just falls out of a truck. And she's yeah. like, Whoop, "That's convenient. Here we go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, I think what they call it in the biz is like, what is it? Uh, adios ex uh, ex machina, oh. no, or what's that? What's that phrase? I, I'm a, a deus bad ex machina. Theater, yeah, deus ex machina. Yeah, I'm a bad theater student right now, but like, yeah, things just like drop out of the sky to help the Muppets do their thing. Mm, I mean. 
the movie also kind of references very like James Bondy, right? So like that makes sense because I don't know if I played go- a lot of Goldeneye, and that's j- the general vibe is you just walk around a corner like, oh, the guns I needed to complete this mission, sweet, <laughs> awesome. Oh, and grenades, tight. You know, just like all right, yeah. good fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love the idea of like it is. It is just like a Muppets plus James Bond. Yeah. I wonder, like, I wonder what other like combos are out there. I see, I see, like, I got, like, a Home alone kind of vibe for, like, a second. Um, there's definitely, because we just watched Ocean's 8. Oh, yeah. I got kind of, like, that kind of heist uh, kind of vibe, especially the necklace. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, oh, it's got a yeah. lot going on. I don't know. I'd, I might, go ahead, Jim. I'd mentioned the 1930s musicals. Yeah. They have yeah. a lot of that, because it's just very, like, Muppets are a very timeless thing because they just steal from every time period. They just go, oh, I like the, I like this, like, I like detective movies from the 50s. Gonzo's a, uh, Gonzo has a, looks like a little detective from that era. <laughs> right on. Yeah, the movie musical heyday of Hollywood was definitely referenced in here. There was a lot, a lot of songs. Yep. Um, a lot of like, I mean, Miss, Miss Piggy is always drawn from, uh, you know Marilyn Monroe. Like mm-hmm. that's that's like the big reference there. Oh. Yeah, I love I love a good movie musical. Kermit did a Fred Astaire dance, and he did a very specific Fred Astaire um, uh, reference by having his shadow tap dance while he doesn't oh, tap yeah. dance. That's from a Fred Astaire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I found out that that. Okay, so I did look up facts. I found out that take took like over 40 times. Like that was apparently a very frustrating situation to try to make happen. <laughs> you know, like I just, I, I can't, ima- like a puppeteers have rough days. Like you go home and you eat and you're just like, fuck this fucking shadow pup like this. <laughs> yeah. oh, I feel for that person. 43 times or some shit like that. Oh, no, thank you. Mm-mm. To be fair, when Fred Astaire did it, I read about how that took a really long time for that as well. So e- even for a human to do it, it, it was impossible. Mm, okay real Ugh. yeah i mean that kind of dance especially is like like all about like the weight uh you know of the foot like and how do you convey that as a puppeteer that's that's mm-hmm. hard to really make look real do you know how to tap dance uh i took tap class when i was when i was a lot younger and then mm-hmm. i had to do it for theater school so uh, long answer, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know more tap than I do, though. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do a time step or like a kickball change, a shuffle off to Buffalo. You can keep saying <laughs> stuff that's not real, it. and I'll believe you. All of that. <laughs> a wing know... tip flutter, yeah, yeah, that's classic. <laughs> not a, not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that really sounded like one though. <laughs> Yeah. What's the? I know there's like a very very basic one that's like almost like a day one that's like a tippy tappy tippy tappy something along that those lines. Yeah, that's a ball change, I think. Is it? Yeah, a kick ball change. Yeah. I I've heard it on television, probably in like an episode of Gilmore Girls or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean I could be wrong. There are definitely I will not take uh, a lot of responsibility for my tap knowledge right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna spew alternate facts about tap. <laughs> I mean, if you just want to c- go off for like the like the next twenty minutes on false facts about tap, I'm f- I'm for it. <laughs> right, right. 
I'll, they'll be in the show notes. Um, <laughs> don't worry. Please spread them on the internet. <laughs> yeah, well, back back when I was hanging out with Gregory Hines, you know, who's also been in a lot of uh, Muppet movies, mm-hmm. you know, I learned a, I learned a thing or two. Uh, uh, when he was shooting that movie with Mikhail Baryshnikov, who's another dancer, ballet, we could go down that road. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now I'm like, oh, it's a, I'm old enough to hang out with Gregory Hines. <laughs> I probably am old enough to have hung out with Gregory Himes at some point. Uh, but the Muppets are still great. Yeah. I loved them when I was little, and I still love them now. No, their longevity is is impressive. Like, I don't think they're going anywhere. Like, if, if the, okay, you know, people get, like, I, I understand, like, you know, we get mad about things that disappears, right? People were upset about Applebee's for a while. It's like a joke. If the Muppets disappear, I will be in i will be so mad <laughs> yeah. uh, do not do not let that's not erase the muppets everyone make sure like i <laughs> this is important <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, that's true I love the it. muppets uh when did disney start oh, i mean that i don't know that's Jim's I, don't, I haven't yeah uh, yeah i'll look it up i and it probably was when jason siegel made his movie because that makes sense um i remember uh frank oz not he didn't work on that one Specifically because if you saw that movie, Kermit doesn't, Kermit is famous at the beginning and has a lot of money. And then the rest of them are all living in squalor. So Frank Oz was like, no, Kermit would never leave his friends behind. Yeah. He would he would have them all living in his big mansion, whatever he's living in. Uh, it That doesn't matter. And then Jason Segel was like, no, it that for the sake of the movie we need them to start off <laughs> we need them to start off poor and then frank oz was like okay then i'm out of here i can't do this yeah i might be with frank oz on that one it's like so not kermit canon too <laughs> kermit needs to be annoyed by everyone around him all the time and yeah so, i mean that's that's yeah. his role yeah it's perfect to have roommates like what, What's what is more it about... annoying than a roommate? <laughs> oh, by I the just... way, I've, I saw it was uh, uh, 2004 was when Disney acquired it. Oh, right on. Uh, uh, go ahead, Kai, with what you were saying. No, I was just going to say, like, it's that lovable character. I mean, I love to watch it all the time when I go see performance. It's just like the character that you're like, I know I shouldn't be laughing because they're not getting what they want at times to like a really distressing amount. Um, but you're like, oh, let's make it worse for that person. Yeah, I want to get on stage and make it worse for this person. Um but for some reason, yeah, we love we love seeing Kermit struggle just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's the idea of like of like the uh, the grounded character and the absurd character. It's it's fun to watch the absurd character really make it worse for the the grounded character, like uh, Abbott and Costello. Like <laughs> Bud Abbott was a straight man, and it was just so much fun to watch uh, him get frustrated by Luke Costello. Yeah. That's why Kermit and uh, Fozzie are such a pair. I bet you, in some sense, they're modeled after Abbott and Costello, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Probably. Kermit's like this, you know, this little skinny frog, and Fozzie's a little uh, Rubenesque <laughs> bear <laughs> with a hat on. Of course, <laughs> otherwise, how would you know? <laughs> how would you? How would you know as a bear? A comedian, <laughs> love it. I mean, they they really go in with it. My one of my other favorite things was like the like the whole back and forth with uh, the heist getting ready with all the things and tools they need and them just being like, yep, uh, what was it? Uh, there was a rubber raft. They needed a Frisbee. A peanut butter. 
Yeah. yeah. What else and, is there? And the bit oh, fake of, vomit. Yeah, of course. When when you're gonna need it. Yeah. And the bit of the villains all have all their stuff like check, but like check, check, got it, got it, and then it cuts them up and they're like peanut butter, and they're like, we just ran out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And of course they bring the one they they miss bringing the one thing that they need, which is the blowtorch to get into the like, to break <laughs> through the bars, and so they have animal do it. <laughs> I love animal. Yeah. Oh. Animal No is arguably the my favorite, yeah. That was a bit I wish had one more beat to it. Because I, I think it would have been great if... Because they, they do the bit where he tries to eat through the, the bars, and then they get chased mm-hmm. away by dogs. And then it does... And then they do the bit of them doing... Uh, trying to convince them that they ordered a pizza. And he's just like, but I don't like pepperoni. Why would I order pepperoni? And they're like, but that's... But your name's on the slip. Well, um... <laughs> I wish that they had got chased away that and then just came back one more time and then doing a similarly a stupid thing. Uh, and then while they're doing that, Miss Piggy like burst through the gate and it didn't even matter that they needed to do that. That, that to me is like that was like what I wanted from that scene and I didn't get it, but that's fine. I didn't write, but I don't write Muppet movies. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's all good. Um <laughs> They haven't given me the job yet. I, I haven't written a spec script for them or anything. All right. Well, don't give up. I think it's worth it. I mean, I'll write one if you write one. Okay. <laughs> sure. Tight. All right. Stay tuned, everyone. Sure. Extra bonus stuff you get to buy. Uh, <laughs> people are going to steal their ideas. It's going to be great. We're just going to sell them, basically. Yeah, I love the Muppets. Like, uh, uh, if, if I were to write a spec script ever, and I, I'm not much of a, a writer, uh, and I don't, I don't like write often, but I would definitely write a spec stri- script of Sesame Street. Like to me, like it's classic. It's just classic comedy. It's like the best. The songs are amazing. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love, I love all of the bits. Um, and and yeah, also, man, the Muppet Show is just like the greatest thing that ever existed. <laughs> it's like a variety. It's like the just. One of the best variety shows that's ever been on yeah. on television, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it came out during a time of variety shows where everything was like wacky and like the Brady Bunch variety hour, where like Charo would come out and they'd be like, "Oh my God, Charo!" and then she'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my Charo impression. Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, so it makes sense that the Muppets worked out because they were like yeah we know what a variety hour is like we know it's it's a dumb thing so we have all these dumb <laughs> um puppets doing it right <laughs> and it works it works so well because they are they take it seriously as a variety hour but also uh are a hundred percent not serious about it i mean they all all the characters like take themselves so seriously they all like oh they all commit to their mannerisms so hard like i'm just oh i'm incredibly impressed it's weird that i'm just as an adult like my like i'm, I'm gonna be 35 in like two seconds and i'm like i'm just discovering the muppets wow why didn't i really like get into the muppets in my youth i'm so mad at my parents you gave me a purple bear some cool rangers of power and like what else i don't know double dare i mean actually that was tight yeah Oh, I did, why wasn't why didn't you put me in front of the Muppets? Give me these this this bear and this frog. Um, I yeah, out. 
I, it, it's one of those things. I think it's one of the benefits of being born when I was born, but it's one of the few I can point to. I saw this meme the other day that was like, I was born uh, just like just in time to pay 99 cents for a ringtone. Nice. nice, nice. <laughs> you know, like now that's not a thing anymore, but like, <laughs> like it was oh, when buying I buying a ringtone. I remember friends buying ringtones. But I wasn't allowed to because there was no way my dad was spending 99 cents on something that just made noise. Right. That wasn't happening. Oh, you weren't that kid that just did it anyways and then your parents found out later? No, I was I was afraid of breaking the rules as a child. It was an accident. It just happens I, to be a song I like. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I didn't want to break the rules. I didn't want my dad to spend money. My dad was... <laughs> if there's one thing my dad instilled in me, it was uh, don't waste money. That was his like big th- like lesson in life. <laughs> that's a it's a good dad lesson i think that's a classic dad lesson don't waste money yeah <laughs> oh but it's so much fun to waste it though and like it's amazing what's considered wasting it because sometimes i think just giving it away is considered as wasting it and sometimes it's delightful to just give it away um yeah i don't know i'm a big yeah. fan but i wouldn't consider that uh wasting it because that makes someone happy i agree um <laughs> i hard agree i just think for a long time it was always just like make sure you put that buck to good use you know and you're just like that's yeah. not often uh one of them unfortunately i felt like that was the case but yeah now i'm just like i don't know just like buying a friend a random thing was the best uh last week's guest because if i'm doing this time right yeah when this episode comes was kelso kelso is exemplary of just like all the things that marie kondo like i'm gonna have to get rid of like eventually kind of stuff but it's like the best it's like sure why wouldn't i need a unicorn pencil <laughs> you know like yeah those, those those are the best kind of things to just uh it's not waste but it's just like it's those are those are the things i love uh to spend money on this nonsensical stuff like that although i did get a really great um i forget what you call it uh whatever a shoulder bag of a unicorn from kelso that i have used on many occasions <laughs> nice yeah, I'm far too cavalier with my money. I just like I I spend it like I have, you know, <laughs> tons in reserve, and <laughs> I I don't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, you gotta live it up. You know, our time is short. Money comes and goes. Oh, comes and goes. I wish I could be you. <laughs> like <laughs> I can't. I I I spend days thinking over whether or not I'm going to buy something that costs me $20. And I have $20. I could easily spend $20 right now. But I'm like, oh. And it'll be a thing I need, too. Like, I I, I bought something to sharpen my knives recently. That took me, like, a month of, like, <laughs> do I do I really need it? Meanwhile, my knives got so dull. <laughs> yeah, but, like, in 40 years, the script will be reversed and i will wish i was you because you saved every penny and i was like i don't even remember what i spent my ill-gotten fortunes on oh. <laughs> it's all they're all it's all you know disappeared by now i just i just started a budget this past month which was just like i hadn't done one of those Oh, ever. That's what it was. Uh, And (laughs) I was going to say since and then I realized that's yeah, no. Uh, And whoa, what a what a weird way to live your life. It's nuts. I don't know. There's like things I'm apparently not supposed to be out here buying. But excuse me, I need things. Um, Gummy bears being one of them. But you know something else that I need and something that I think we all need? Creative outlets. That's right. 
you got to have these places where you could just let it out, you know? Let your creativity be what it is and just lean into who you are. So maybe consider budgeting a little bit of your time, your energy, maybe some of your money into supporting someone's creative outlet, you know? Perhaps like these podcasts, for example. <coughs> hey, hey, the dishonorable widow Abigail will now speak. Attention all weirdos, losers, rednecks, white trash, aliens, outcasts, outliers, sluts, whores, gangsters, thugs, poors, and anyone else who the world and society don't care about. I have a podcast for you. Come join me at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we talk about all the different kinds of relationships we have in our lives. From movies to math and suicide hotlines to sex. Join us every Saturday for a new episode featuring yours truly and other smarter folk. We need you and we want you with us. So come join us at the Manic Pixie Weirdo, where we accept, respect, and value you. Listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh yeah, be kind and stay weird. Hey, you! Wanna get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole, and we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. ...and sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down Nostalgia Lane, and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod, and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Doomers! Hey everybody, Kai Bobby here, the other host. Uh, I am here with the Captain's Log shout-out. It is from uh, our dear friend Crimson. He is incredibly kind and has told me to use this promotion slot to promote my cat's GoFundMe. Uh, my poor little buddy Oliver unfortunately had to have a surgery a little while back. And uh, those medical bills, uh, they, they really rack up. So if you got a couple extra bucks, go ahead and check out that GoFundMe link. It is in the description. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you, Crimson. You're amazing. Let's get back to the show, everybody. Excuse me, I need things. Um, gummy bears being one of them. But it's it's absurd how many people are just like, no, 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 I can't do that. Uh, wink, wink, my partner who's got a reasonable budget. <laughs> uh, All we need is like a diamond baseball. If we, if we could, uh, together... Break in somewhere and get a a a baseball sized okay. diamond. We just did okay, uh, Ocean's wait. Eleven and this movie. You have no idea how much I this mo- these movies are making me want to commit crimes. Okay, I want baseball diamonds. <laughs> I need them. Oh, a baseball diamond! Oh my god! Did you take I a minute? Just got that joke. And yeah. uh, like, because in my mind, I missed the joke about it being the, a baseball diamond. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So when they started playing baseball with it, I was like, "What a wacky thing that's going on right now! <laughs> oh, what? This is going, this is going crazy." <laughs> what is and they're playing catch. Yeah. yeah, that made so much sense now. <laughs> Welcome to the movie, Jim. Yeah. Plus, I love sports announcers. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I anytime any kind of sports activity happens in a scene, I am first one to uh start announcing it because i just love listening to the there's also like uh there's some tiktoks going around right now of um this person who animated uh uh uh, sports announcers doing things and it'll be like 
oh my god, it's a miracle! And it'll be like Jesus, uh, he animated Jesus pouring water into wine, and it's like a man on the side screaming that. It's, I, I love them. I, every single one <laughs> is perfect in my mind, because they scream such, they scream such weird things. Like, <laughs> do you remember the Here Comes the Pizza video? No. It's this video where there's a guy on, uh, a guy in uh, on a baseball game, uh, he tries to catch a ball and he gets in the way of the player catching the ball. Oh, and then no. someone throws a beer at him and then someone else throws a whole slice of pizza at him. Uh, <laughs> but the announcers love it. So the announcers are like, that guy threw a pizza? Hang on, let's do the replay on this again. And they start playing in slow motion. They're like drawing on the screen. They're like, all right, the beer comes in and then he's getting upset. Oh, here comes the pizza. And then a pizza comes and hits him. <laughs> One of my favorite videos. Doing like color commentary on the arc of the throw of the pizza. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Where, slow yeah. day at the baseball game. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm appreciative that they did like the the, the what do they call it Muppet Sports whatever because they like wh- what was I was a little bit confused when all of a sudden I was just like right, and there's a news reporter out of nowhere like is that something I'll learn about the Muppets later or is like no I think that was just for that gag like okay just to to heighten it we're popping out of this we're, we're breaking every wall I don't even know what number wall that is we're just gonna break that one too yeah cool yeah no I love it. This I, I I love a movie that has no rules. Um, so I'm on board with this whole like I'm I'm so excited to do the remainder of these films because they're just probably going to keep getting more bananas as like as far as I imagine. For sure, it's yeah. Uh, yeah the uh, the Muppets just get into the craziest stuff. Uh, are you guys are you guys doing like all of the Muppet movie? Like, are you doing the Dark Crystal? Oh, okay. Actually, I was oh, considering no. that when I was reading about that today because, I mean, like, these movies were apparent. This movie, I think, was shot back to back. Like, these were, like, uh, yeah. around this, like, pretty much the same time. So, like, this helped fucking blow him the hell up. Uh, but I want to see that. I, I've never seen it, and it looks, uh, it looks great. Yeah. yeah. The Dark That's Crystal is crazy. It's a, it's a bonus episode. It just became one because I said that. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah, and Labyrinth, too. Yeah, Labyrinth. Follow that bird. <laughs> Follow that bird, oh my goodness. I had that on VHS. I loved watching that. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, the Dark the dark Crystal is, like, super weird. Perfect. That's I've the only kind of it. content I want in my life right now. I, I just want alt worlds that is are just silly. So, yeah, give this to me. Yeah, Dark Crystal is like high fantasy, like crazy creatures. These the protagonists are really awesome. Uh, yeah, it's the like the whole movie is just bizarre. <laughs> is it uh, is it kids movie or is it is it closer to like when the Muppets were on SNL that like first season of SNL? I think it's a kids movie. I mean. Jim Henson never really pulls punches just because stuff is for kids. But mm-hmm. like, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a bizarre movie. I don't know if it really takes classification other than like it's this weird fantasy kind of movie. Yeah. 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 I've, I've, I've been worried to watch that one because I watched Labyrinth for the first time when I was like 22 or something like that. And I ended up not liking it because. I just watched it too late in life, and yeah, I was like, I, 
get out of here. You don't like the labyrinth. You gotta watch that again. Get out of here. <laughs> you have to leave. Yeah, leave. I'm leave sorry. leave the podcast, Jim. Uh, how do I go? Uh, <laughs> no, you. It, it was just too weird for you, or what? I don't know. I, I think it might have been just like. I, I think it's. It was the like storytelling of it was a little too eighties for the time that I watched it. Whereas like when I was a kid, I would have loved that movie. I would have watched it days on end because there's enough like weird stuff like i we talked about this before is uh um i really liked as a kid just looking at things and like looking at the details of like pictures Mm -hmm. so for me watching a movie was just watching a series of pictures i didn't really get the stories a lot of the time so like the little worm uh Uh david bowie in general yeah 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 if she'd have gone that way she'd have gone straight to the castle (laughs) (laughs) I never would have like I, I never would have grasped what that story was about, but I would have been so fascinated by everyone. The two guards that uh, one lies and one tells the truth. Yeah, uh, classic, classic. The MC Escher painting they go in. Yep. When uh, when the crystal ball is like bouncing around. Yeah, Plus musicals, then, love them. Yeah, then David Bowie's song, "You Remind Me of the Babe." What babe? The babe with the power. I need to watch this because I only have a negative association with this movie. Uh, I've never seen it, but... Uh, but you watched ex- Requiem for a Dream first, right? N- no, my my ex uh, from high school, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, yeah. I love it. I don't know. I'm just going to use that because I'm pretty sure that was the one I used last time when I referred to this person. Um, they love David Bowie. And for Christmas, I just got them a poster for Labyrinth, having no clue whether they had seen Labyrinth or not. And... That was very much so a not cool uh, boyfriend move of that time, um, and real. I was just like, "Hey, uh, like what a it's a, like what a dopey perfect." Like, hey, I don't know. I just got you. A, I got you a gift. I don't know. I said the guy you like to listen to on it. Like such a ugh. I did not understand how to give gifts at that time period. I'm so glad I've grown as a human being. <laughs> and she was like, uh, "I would have preferred a man from fell from earth uh, uh, poster." Come on. I don't know. I failed. Uh, why couldn't Jim? Where have you been? I needed you for all of my uh, my gift giving during that time period. Because actually, I think I so think I you told you da- about David Bowie. I honestly think you, know, you and Jamie Lee Curtis would have gotten along real well. <laughs> I think that okay, now that I think about it, I didn't like David Bowie at the time I watched that movie. Like I like him now. I've sit- I've since gotten into him. But when I was like 22, I hated David Bowie. I was like, he doesn't even sing. He's not even coming up with melodies. What's going on? (laughs) This is all just weird and I hate it. And then like I turned 25 and I was like, this is great. Like, wow. (laughs) No, to your point, like Labyrinth is probably a lot weirder than I even remember. And like there's like parts of the movie that stick out. and, And but probably a majority of it is like, okay. Why are we watching these hands make face shapes or, or like what? It, yeah, like. Well, but I, yeah. To be fair, though, I watched it one time when I was twenty-two. I still remember that. I still remember almost everything from that movie. I don't remember a lot of things. <laughs> I can I could tell you things from it. Like, it was a, a it it stuck with me. So like, it did its job as a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I bet you stuff from Dark Crystal will stick with you, both of you too. But it's it is definitely more in the vein of Labyrinth than any of the other Muppet movies. There's no, uh, it's not like woohoo, happy, you know. 
Yeah, no, I don't want happy. I want I want really mysterious and messed up and like I want to I love rewatching stuff that I watched. Uh I watched like episodes of Care Bears with my nephew. It's like the first one is literally just like the episode of them being like abducted from a, a like a, a man in the mountains. You're just like, "Okay, jeez. <laughs> Let's start with that." All right, bad people in the mountains that just abduct you. Good enemy. Let's next episode. Let's keep going. Yeah. Well, they weren't really looking out for children. 30 40 years ago like i remember yeah. watching thomas the tank engine and there's an episode I've, I've talked about this where one of them's like oh it's raining out i don't want to get my paint all dirty and then sir topham hat's like no you're gonna go out there because you need to make money for me and he's like i don't think so so they build a brick wall a la uh the cask of amontillado and then they just leave them there for mult like and then the episode ends <laughs> just, so they just walled up a train like five episodes later they get him out but like but he's like super like don't ever put me back in there again yeah <laughs> i watched that as a like four-year-old and was like this is great <laughs> cool trains <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally like uh i i think that tracks because you know, most of us, when we, at least when I was a kid, we were convinced that we were going to, like, get kidnapped, uh, probably by some variation of the man in the mountains. And, yeah, oh. and that's because we were unsupervised, like, a lot of the time. <laughs> I think, I think this is what I, okay, this is what I'm going to pull this together. I think this is why I like Jim Henson's, like, like Sesame Street kind of vibe, because I, uh, because I, I did more Sesame Street than I did, because, like, I was all about that C is for cookie. Um, and... I like that he was just like let's let's just more have more of a conversational kind of situation. Like his characters were more of like a he he's the kind of person that I see like not talk like hey kids like he's just like uh, I don't know you see people who talk to kids like they're not humans and it stresses me out. He I don't think he's one of those people. Um, at least I try to do that. I live around a lot of wild children with wild card sentences coming at me all the time, and I just try to have nor like yes that is a reasonable question, young person. <laughs> you know like. Um, right. I'm not trying to be like you're insane. <laughs> Goodbye, little child. Um, but yeah, he doesn't he doesn't pander to his uh, his audience, which I really appreciate. Like he talks to kids like you know they're human beings. Yeah, I work with kids. Uh, you know, doing improv and theater, and you know, people think that like oh, this is inappropriate for kids, but like kids are thinking about their world and they're thinking about stuff and uh oh. a lot of times they're like oh we don't want it to be too dark or morbid it's a kid's show but i'm like they created it and they they kill off this character like a kid a kid uh often resolves things by just like okay well that character's dead now <laughs> you know mm -hmm. like, that's kind Next. of like yeah one <laughs> of the tools they have so they're not necessarily thinking of it as like oh this is the end either right or or that this is dark and, and terrible. They're just like, yeah, okay, that character's dead. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, kids kids imagine all sorts of things. And, and um, it's, yeah, I think it's great that Jim Henson gives them the credit that they, mm -hmm. you know, that they deserve, yeah. They talk about uh, with, ch uh, with childhood development um, that they're, these are, that specifically with death, uh, it's a great way to present it to kids because um, it's a safe way to present it. Like, so, like they, someone they know doesn't have to die. A character dies, and then they get to go. Well, well, I get to see them again, and then the parents go, "No, 
they're not around and then the kid gets to process it and then when they have to when they actually experience death it's easier for them because they're not surprised by the concept of death because they know that something can go away right you do get reruns though you can watch old movies which i don't really do anymore but (laughs) you can do that (laughs) instead you can just i guess go back on your reels uh and see i guess yeah Yeah. i don't know um kai i think it is about time for some final notes if if that's okay with you i am no it's not okay with me i'm i'm very upset (laughs) no 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 (laughs) Uh, did you have something that you wanted to particularly uh, kick us off with? Or, uh, Kristen, do you have something that you want to make sure that we get discussed on this podcast? Oh, no, thanks. Um, I, I'm just out here in Portland, Oregon. And uh, I would love for more people to know about a great theater that I work with called Kickstand Comedy. And uh, it's a Kickstand Comedy Theater. I'm teaching there and um, working with the, you know, the artistic team there. And it's really amazing. Um, And I also do this incredible show at Curious Comedy Theater whenever anybody listening is in Portland Mm -hmm. called Love Shakespeare. It's a show that I directed. It's an improvised uh, Elizabethan comedy. And uh, it is a really good time. So uh, those are those are some of the things on my mind. And I, I guess I'll throw to one other thing, which is. Uh, when we were talking about morbidity, it occurred to me uh, later on this year, I'm going to be in my friend Craig McCarthy's play called Death by Hanging, mm-hmm. which uh, is a very dark title, but the, it, it is a tragic comedy. So there's a lot of moments of like really incredible uh, belly laughs, uh, but also like some some pretty heavy contemplative stuff. Yeah, and and it's a great it's a great play. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's that's honestly been kind of hitting the spot for me lately is like like when we did uh, Shaun of the Dead, I I cried when I watched the like the like stepdad emotional like I always just wanted to be there for you. Like I need the like the push and pull of both of those. So that sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, Tight. Uh, Well, thank you for talking to us about Muppets. Um, I don't think I have much else to say about this movie other than I think people should watch it. Uh, If you haven't watched it and you listen to us talk about it uh, for this long and you don't want to watch it. That's weird. Uh, Jim, <laughs> we've, we've mentioned so many amazing things. Uh, Jim, is there anything else you would like to, to mention about this movie? Um, I was uh, just that I really like how many different people clearly played Miss Piggy. Because there was like five different stunt doubles for Miss Piggy, all of various sizes. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay, okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Tight. Yeah, that's it, though. That's it, folks. Uh, we are going to be uh, back. We're going to keep uh, going on with this journey um, next week. Uh, what is the next Muppet, Jim? What's What comes oh, after this one? Crap. Sorry. I, I didn't look that up. I, I know. Normally, I know. But here's the thing. Last, the most recent one we did, we did Ocean's 11. Then we did Ocean's 12 and Ocean's 13. It made it really easy for me to remember what was going to be the next movie. But all of these are just like Muppets over here. Muppets inside the house. Muppets upside down. Like <laughs> Okay. It's Muppets Take Manhattan. Sweet. We'll be back with Muppets uh, Take Manhattan. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you're you. wonderful. Uh, thank you for having me. You guys are great. Jim, you're all right. Oh, I like thanks. you a little oh, bit. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> thank I'm sorry. Thank you for the and Kristen, and thank you for nothing, Kai. No, I love you. <laughs> and thank you, audience, for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect. <laughs>